0: The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.
1: Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. 38 cloudy skies on this Monday, January 23rd. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know.
0: The top five at five. We will not forget the victims and survivors.
1: A mass shooting during lunar celebrations in California. Ten dead. The gunman died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The Fed sees additional classified material from President Joe Biden's residence. Actor Alec Baldwin will return to the filming of Rust despite being charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of the film Cinematographer. They fire at an apartment building in Brooklyn. Several others hurt, including an FDNY firefighter. A reporter was waiting for embattled Long Island. Congressman George Santos says he landed back in New York from Washington, D.C. as calls for his resignation grow. There is no known motive this morning following that mass shooting at a Los Angeles area ballroom dance club during Lunar New Year celebrations. Ten people killed, ten hurt, seven injured victims remain hospitalized. The suspect, 72-year-old Yukan Tran, was found dead Sunday of a self-inflicted gunshot wound inside of a van. Authorities say Tran fled in the van after people thwarted his attempt at a second shooting Saturday night. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna said no other suspects were at large.
0: We will not forget the victims and survivors. And it's important because I can, you can just imagine the trauma that they've experienced. And it's our responsibility to wrap our arms uh, around them.
1: Los Angeles DA George Gascon during that press conference.
0: You know, this was supposed to be a moment, a, a, a time of celebration. We're celebrating Lunar New Year's which is such an important component of many communities around L.A. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to express my condolences not only to the victims, family, but the entire AIPI community. The massacre, the
1: nation's fifth mass killing this month alone. More classified documents discovered related to President Joe Biden. The DOJ, U.S. Justice Department, seized additional classified records from President Biden's Wilmington, Delaware, home after an FBI search Friday. White House press spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre and President Biden downplaying this investigation.
0: He does indeed take classified documents. Seriously,
1: I'm just not going to go beyond that.
0: I think you're going to find there's nothing there.
1: John Paul Isaac, who took in Hunter Biden's famous laptop, spoke exclusively to the 77 WABC Early News about the document scandal. The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special prosecutor to investigate the discoveries of classified documents at Biden residences and at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. Well, actor Alec Baldwin will, in fact, return for the lead role in the Rust film production, despite double involuntary manslaughter charges filed by the New Mexico first judicial D.A. on Thursday. Melinda Spadone, attorney for Rust Movie Productions, LLC, confirmed to Fox News Digital that the movie is on track to be completed with Mr. Baldwin in the lead role and Joel Souza as director. Attorney Richard Roth, Sunday on Fox, said he thinks Baldwin
0: will be exonerated. The problem with this scene is not only that he pulled the trigger, is that there apparently were bullets all over the place. Why bullets are all over the place at an act is crazy. So um, there's a lot of problems with this scene. They were, they were overworked. The cameramen quit that day. There's going to be a lot brought out. I don't think they'll convict, but there's been a lot of pressure to indict Alec Baldwin, which they've done.
1: Helena Hutchins was killed on the New Mexico movie set of that Western film director Joel Souza wounded by a bullet when live ammo was accidentally loaded into a weapon fired by Baldwin on October 21st, 2021. The actor has since denied he pulled the trigger of the gun that killed Helena Hutchins. Deadly fire in East Flatbush, Brooklyn. One person died, five others injured after a fire broke out around 10.30 a.m. on Sunday on the fifth floor of a building on Snyder Avenue at East 34th Street. A civilian who was critically injured later died at the hospital. This man made it out safely.
0: You could not see. The only thing is, it burns your eyes like my eyes were running. And trust me, I was running.
1: Two other civilians were wounded, one suffering serious injuries, according to officials. Three firefighters were also among those hurt as a result of that fire. One of them is serious but in stable condition. Fire officials are still investigating just what caused that fire in Brooklyn. Well, calls are growing louder now for embattled Long Island Congressman George Santos to step down. He faced new questions from Eyewitness News reporter Ashanti Lands as he arrived back in New York on Saturday.
0: I went, I went to uh, D.C. last night for a meeting, and I'm back here today. I was here all week, and it's been fabulous you
1: serving the people. Santos was asked about his campaign finances, specifically where the $700,000 came from that he lent his campaign, despite him only earning $55,000 two years earlier. He gave no response. I have no comments for you guys. All right, Lance also asked about the investigations. There was also no response. Santos, of course, under investigation at the federal and local levels for alleged campaign finance fraud and lying about his past. He's also under investigation in Brazil for fraud. Oh, a shake-up in the Biden White House. a Former COVID-19 czar Jeff Zentz expected to serve as President Biden's next chief of staff. He'll replace Ron Klain, who plans to leave the post in February. Zentz will be tasked with guiding the administration through Biden's likely reelection campaign, although he hasn't formally announced. And as congressional Republicans have unleashed a battery of investigations into the administration. 77 WABC host Larry Kudlow is in on
0: Fox. Ron Klain was the guy who said there was no inflation. He uh, tweeted out that inflation is only a rich man's uh, problem. I mean, he has been a very key figure. And I'm just saying, I I don't know this, Okay, I'm just saying it's curious that with this FBI latest, the fifth FBI investigation of the classified documents, all of a sudden Ron Klain is announcing his retirement, if in fact that's true.
1: Klain has been an influential player in the Biden White House, is expected to leave the role after the State of the Union address in February. He served as co-chair of the Biden transition team before becoming the White House COVID-19 response coordinator. A couple other candidates were considered for this top job, including White House counselor Steve Ricchetti, White House senior advisor Anita Dunn, domestic policy advisor Susan Rice and UNICEF executive director Kathy Russell. In addition to the mass shooting out in California over the weekend, gunfire also erupted inside of a Louisiana nightclub. It happened early Sunday, wounding 12 people in what law enforcement said was a targeted attack. Lieutenant Brian Ballard told reporters that nine of the victims will survive. Three others suffered wounds that were life-threatening in nature.
0: It is believed to be a targeted attack and that no, this was not just a random act of someone showing up and randomly shooting citizens of Baton Rouge. At this point, like the chief said, we have detectives in the field following up on all leads and they're researching anything and doing any type of follow-up that is necessary.
1: The bloodshed at Dior Bar and Lounge in Baton Rouge unfolded around 1.36 in the morning, less than an hour after 10 people were gunned down at a Southern California dance hall. Well, shamed sex trafficker Kislaine Maxwell has claimed she has no memory of Prince Andrew and Virginia Gouffre meeting and said that the infamous picture of them together is actually fake. In an exclusive account with the UK Daily Mail Sunday published Maxwell's first broadcast interview, as a matter of fact, since she was jailed, the 61-year-old Maxwell insisting that she has no recollection of the pair spending the time together in the UK or the United States. Yes. What's a fake. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. Well, there's never been an original. And further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. I feel completely divorced from the person that people reference and talk about in, the, in all the various newspaper articles and TV shows and podcasts. The infamous snap of the pair was reportedly taken in March 2001 at Maxwell's apartment, was given by Ms. Gouffray to the Mail on Sunday in February of 2011. A group of pro-choice protesters Sunday gathered outside the home of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh on the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, the landmark abortion case. Of course, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe last June. The protesters converged on the sidewalk outside Kavanaugh's Chevy Chase Maryland home, the march appeared to be organized by the far-left group known as Our Rights D.C. After the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas said similar demonstrations outside justices' homes
0: are illegal. Today's Democrat Party believes in violence. They believe in mob rule. They believe in intimidation. These thugs have no business at the private homes Of any government officials, these Supreme Court justices or anyone else.
1: The group chanted as they marched in the rain Sunday saying things like, cut his time short, a rapist should not rule the court, and no privacy for us, no peace for you. 2024 Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump is preparing to return to the public stage with messages aimed at potential Republican opponents and potential criminal prosecutors. Here's his 2024 announcement.
0: In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States.
1: Well, the former president has lined up appearances in South Carolina and the Washington, D.C. area designed in part to demonstrate support in the face of prominent Republicans who may run against him, including former VP Mike Pence and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
0: Our country is in a horrible state. We're in grave trouble. This is not a task for a politician or a conventional candidate. This is a task for a great movement.
1: Trump is scheduled to travel to Columbia, South Carolina, Saturday to unveil his South Carolina leadership team. In early March, Trump will address CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, a coalition of conservative activists who helped fuel his political rise. Violence in Atlanta. Police arrested at least six people after a peaceful protest Saturday erupted into a night of chaos and violence. That included protesters smashing windows and setting a police vehicle on fire, according to the city's mayor. Here's Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens.
0: And it was peaceful, but there were some individuals within that crowd that meant violence. They had explosives, they burned down a police car, they broke windows, at businesses. And so our police department, along with our state and federal partners, took swift action within two blocks and brought that situation under control. And the violence stopped, and those six individuals were arrested.
1: Protesters were angry about the death of 26-year-old Manuel Esteban Pais Tiran, ran, who was killed by police after he allegedly refused demands from authorities on Wednesday and fired a gun at state troopers at the site of the new Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. 787 WABC News Time, 515. Justin Ellis Eagles won this weekend.
0: Yes, they did, Deb. Indeed.
1: Congratulations.
0: That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. We did our talking on the field. Of course, and, not um,
1: good news for Giants fans. No, 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 yeah.
0: no good news for Giants fans here as it was not meant to be for the New York Football Giants as their season came to an end Saturday night in Philadelphia with an embarrassing 38-7 beating at the hands of the division rival and one-seed Eagles. The G-Men simply never got going in this one, with Daniel Jones and the offense failing to find even a fraction of the prowess they had just over a week ago in Minnesota. Here was Jones following the game on the season's end. Obviously not the result we wanted today. Uh, Didn't play well enough uh, today, and and, uh, we're certainly disappointed by that, but... um, You know, we came along the way this year. We accomplished a lot as a team, and, and, uh, you know, we got a special group of guys in that locker room, and it was a, a special thing to be a part of to boot here. The defense had no answers for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia offense. That walked all over the Giants and right into the NFC Championship game in which they'll host the San Francisco 49ers this upcoming Sunday at 3.30 p.m. In the AFC Championship game we'll get the three-seed Cincinnati Bengals we will visit the one-seed Kansas City Chiefs. That'll be Sunday at 6.30. On the hardwood last night, the Knicks fall to the Raptors in Toronto by a score of 125-116. to R.J. Barrett showed out for the Orange and Blue registering a game-high 30 points, but it was to no avail as the Knicks will try and bounce back when they welcome in the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow night. And we did have a winner on the court in the Nets who bested the Warriors out west by a score of 120-116. to 116. The Nets fought back from a double-digit deficit in this one thanks to Kyrie Irving's game high 38 points. they will try and keep it going in Philadelphia against the Sixers on Wednesday night. And on the ice, the Devils they needed overtime at home yesterday to take down the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-1. to Dougie Hamilton played the hero with a power play winner, helping the Devs get back on track. Before they get set to host the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow night and also on the ice tonight, Florida Panthers will visit the Rangers at MSG for a 7 p.m. puck drop. And the Islanders, they'll be in action at 7 p.m. as well when they're in Toronto taking on the Maple Leafs. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC.
1: Well, that mass shooting in Monterey Park, California has the NYPD on high alert with thousands celebrating the Lunar New Year right here in Manhattan. Thousands gathered in Chinatown to celebrate what is this Year of the Rabbit this year. Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams. All of
0: our hearts go out to the terrible, terrible display that took place earlier. Uh, we are in prayer of those who are lost and those who were injured.
1: The gunman killed 10 people and it injured at least 10 more during what was supposed to be the start of a two-day Lunar New Year celebration in Monterey Park, California. Here's New York Assemblymember Grace Lee. To wake up to that tragedy was really hard. But this year is the year of hope, the year of the rabbit. And so, you know, we need to come together as a community, show strength and solidarity. As a precaution, there were uniformed officers and plainclothes officers in the crowd down in Lower Manhattan Sunday. No major incidents were reported, however. A Fox News meteorologist, a victim of violence that meteorologists tried to come to the aid of an elderly man on the New York City subway. He ended up being pummeled by a group of teenagers when he tried to stop them from harassing that other strap hanger. This happened very early Sunday morning. This meteorologist, Adam Klotz, detailed the
0: attack. They had me on the ground. My ribs are all kind of bruised up, too. They, they They got their hits in. But that guy, he got out of there. He's fine. And the cops grabbed a couple of these kids and, you know, I got x-rays. I'm okay. This is all going to heal. So it's all good. You know what I mean? New York City, New York City.
1: Police sources said that the meteorologist was on a number one train about 1.15 in the morning when he confronted these teenagers who may have, according to police, been smoking weed at the time. Several of the teens were arrested. The older gentleman that was originally being harassed escaped unharmed. New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, is again calling on the federal government to help with the influx of asylum seekers in New York City. Tens of thousands of asylum seekers have arrived in the Big Apple bus from southern border states at a cost of nearly $2 billion to New York City. The mayor held a rally outside of City Hall on Sunday afternoon, calling on Congress and FEMA to do their part in dealing with the crisis at the southern border.
0: This is the moment that's going to judge us in history. And as we've always done, we're going to reach the moment that's expected of us.
1: And Mayor Adams also said that while New York City needs a lot more resources, it has no intention of slowing down its help for new immigrants. Congress recently approved $800 million to help with the influx. Not all of that money, however, is earmarked for New York City. A man has been charged with murdering a 74-year-old woman. This happened inside our West Upper West Side apartment in Manhattan. Police took 47-year-old LaShawn Mackey into custody and charged him with that killing on Saturday. Police say he is a temporary worker in that building where Maria Hernandez lived. Hernandez was killed on Wednesday right inside her home on West 83rd Street. Somebody took the building's surveillance video, making it harder to figure out who had been there. Hernandez's sister, Maria Terrero, discovered the victim during a wellness check. There were no signs of forced entry in that apartment, and police do not yet know if anything was taken. No motive has been released just yet. A well, New Jersey a school district ended up removing rainbow-colored safe zone signs hanging outside classrooms at its middle school after parents deemed them non-inclusive. Washington Township Superintendent Peter Termanian announced the measure at its school board education meeting on January 3rd. Those square signs, which hung at Long Valley Middle School, were displayed to illustrate that the rooms were designated safe spaces for its LBTQ plus student body. Parents, however, expressed concern over the fact that other groups were not represented, violating the school's inclusion policies. Well, New York City leaders are looking to crack down on illegal weed. 77 WABC's Yao Bonsu
0: reports. New York City council members want to stop illegal cannabis dealers. New York City has one legal recreational pot retailer. But within blocks, you will find 11 illegal ones. Across the city, even more. We have uh, collaboratively, with the information received from all the agencies, probably identified over 1,200 locations. Uh, that are going to be inspected or focus of talking about investigations.
1: If you are running one of these illegal shops, you're not going to get a license from us, period. And some of the precincts don't quite understand that they have quite a bit of authority to close down these shops and take their products.
0: That was Sheriff Anthony Miranda and Senator Liz Krueger. A task force was formed to understand how resources can be used to tackle the bout of unauthorized shops. For 77 WABC News, I'm Yao Bonsu.
1: A dead and violent Saturday night all across New York City. A total of six men were shot in two separate shootings. One shooting in the Bronx and the other shooting occurred in Brooklyn. Four of the men that were shot in the Bronx just before 10.30 p.m., police say they found two of the victims on Morris Avenue. One of those victims ended up dying at the hospital following that shooting. And the NYPD says they later found a third victim on Sherman uh, Avenue, right near East 167th Street. Somebody drove the fourth victim to the hospital. John Miller is a former NYPD head of counterterrorism in the city. He spoke to 77WABC about the perception of fear due to crime in New York City.
0: The things that make people feel less safe are not really necessarily violent crime. It's the confrontational person you will see on the street or in the subway. It's the
1: signs of disorder um, out on the street. And what we're trying to do is
0: attack that on all fronts.
1: The three surviving men all in stable condition. No arrests have been made. And in Brooklyn, police are looking for the suspect or suspects in the shooting that went down just after 9 p.m. Officials say two men were shot on East 46th Street right near Avenue K. The 30-year-old victim died from injuries at the hospital. The second victim in that shooting was shot in the shoulder and taken to the hospital in stable condition. In Memphis, Tennessee, Public Memorial Service held for the late Lisa Marie Presley at Graceland, the famed Memphis home, of course, of her father, Elvis Presley, the late Elvis Presley, of course. That memorial took place on the front lawn of the mansion about 9 a.m. on January 22nd, according to a representative, of her, her daughter and actor Riley Keough. The 54-year-old Presley, Presley died on January 12th, hours after being hospitalized for a medical emergency.
0: I mean, I just think it's so tragic. She's so young. The Globes were a couple of nights ago. Obviously, she was there with Priscilla.
1: And, of course, the medical examiner has done an autopsy. The cause of death right now inconclusive. Lisa Marie became the sole heir of the Elvis Presley Trust, which, along with Elvis Presley Enterprises, managed Graceland and other assets until she sold her majority interest in 2005. But she retained ownership of the mansion itself and the 13 acres around it and the items inside the home. She has survived by her mother, Priscilla Presley, as well as three children. 77 WABC News, time 529. If you missed our top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com.
0: It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.